0: All right, you guys, welcome back to the Mindset Mama podcast. Today, we have a super exciting episode for you guys because you guys are going to actually get a behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to um, have a one-on-one coaching session with me. So we're actually super fortunate to have one of my one-on-one thought-it-to-profit clients with us today, Charlena, and we are going to be doing her first session. So during the, um, the Thought It To Profit is my signature course, my signature program, six weeks, and I help you take you, the business idea in your head that's just a thought right now, plan it all out, get it all out of your head, unravel all the crossed wires and strings that are in your brain, pull them all out, and help you to create a full-fledged business that will be profitable within those six weeks that we work together. So you guys are gonna get behind the scenes look on that today. It's gonna be amazing. I have Charlena here, and we are going to dive into her first session looking at what her business idea is and how we can turn that into a profitable online business. All right, hi, Charlena. Hi. All right, girl. so let's just jump on in. Go ahead and let us know what your Um, business idea is and where that all came from and all of that juicy goodness
1: okay so my business idea is to become a entrepreneur as a virtual assistant um right now I work in the legal field and I was just thinking of ways that I could bring or generate additional income for my household that will just allow me to do some other things that I wanted to do um and The goal wasn't necessarily to completely work for myself, but to be able to work for myself um, to to where I wasn't overwhelmed with like a second job and still had to be confined to like their schedule because I do have little kids. So I thought about the skills that I already have that I could utilize and put to use and um, I have a background in customer service. Um, right now I work in the legal field as a legal assistant. I've been an executive assistant before, admin assistant, program assistant. And so I thought I have these skills that I could use um, to help other individuals that um, are entrepreneurs but um, they work from their office and they don't have like an office that I have to go into. It's something that I could do virtual. So I said, virtual assistant, I have the skills. So why not put them to use in a manner that's beneficial to me and my family and my time that I'm willing to give up.
0: Yes. I freaking love that. That, I mean, bam, right there. Like I love that you already have put the thought process behind like all right, what skills do I already have? How can I use the skills? How can I use the background, the experience that I already have in me to create an additional stream of income? And like you said, you're not looking to make this your full-time thing. You're not trying to bring in a full-time income or anything. But I mean, I don't even know the actual statistic, but like there are so many, especially mamas, who are now having to find second streams of income just to make ends meet or to be able to live the lifestyle that they truly want. And that just breaks my heart that we're having to spend less time away from, um, less time with our kids, more time away from our kids, to be able to provide them with the lifestyle that we want them to have you know so we're like we want to put them in these sports and we want to do all these things for them that cost money but then that means we have less time away from them because now we're having to find all these different ways to bring in more income so we can provide that for them so I love that you have decided hey I'm not willing to spend more time away from my kids but I do want to generate more income how can I make that happen and using the skill sets that you have you already created the idea that hey I want to become a virtual assistant and that's freaking perfect. And that's for a lot of people like the hardest step is looking at like where where am I where do I excel? What can what am I already good at? What can I do with these skills that I already have? And I love that you came to me already knowing that. So let's dive into this virtual assistant thing then. So there are so many different ways that you can apply your skill set as a virtual assistant. So Let's look at what that, what you would like that virtual assistant position to actually look like for you. Let's get really specific, narrow it down and create a niche for you that is going to be specific to a certain kind of entrepreneur that's needing your help. So have you thought about that yet?
1: I have not. Okay, so let's dive in. So what,
0: what did you say were kind of your... Previous experiences, like as office admin and all those different things, like what did that actually look like for you? And was and were those things that you actually enjoyed doing or feel like you were good at?
1: So yes, they are things that I felt like I was good at. So a majority of it was just your basic um, administrative assistant um, duties, answering the phone call, routing calls to other individuals in the office, um, scheduling appointments um, doing intakes. So with the previous position, I had to do intakes, um, with potential clients. So getting, um, background on what their legal issue was and making sure that it fit like our criteria, um, in order for the organization that I worked with in order to, um, work with.
0: Okay. Um,
1: so like your basic, so you're almost kind of like you were
0: like screening, like potential clients for them. So like, you were kind of like the person who took in like, hey, here's a potential client. Will this be a good fit for our company? Correct. Perfect. Um, and so I would- have, you, have you always been kind of in the legal field as far as you know, your previous positions?
1: Um, the last couple of years I've been in the legal field and then prior to like getting into the legal field, I did, um, customer service Mm -hmm. with a call center. Okay. Okay. And so tell me,
0: do you like the legal field? Is that like, do you like being in that, that area, that field? I do. I do. So is that something you're thinking, okay, as an, as a virtual assistant, I would really like to stay in the legal field.
1: So I'm open to doing, um, other avenues besides the legal field as well. Okay. Um, Okay. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Um, growing up, I did know that I wanted to be in the legal field and I wasn't quite um, sure like how that looked, Mm -hmm. um, for me. Um, but I am willing to venture out. So legal in the legal field or outside the legal field.
0: Okay. So perfect. So when I am, when we're looking at, you know, launching your business, creating, you know, what you're going to be doing as a virtual assistant, the idea behind what we want for you is for you to have like a very, very, very specific and polarizing niche market. So like we it's better. A lot of times we think, okay, if we just like open up the doors and say, come on, come, come on, like everybody, I can help you. What ends up happening is people, you won't get as many people as if you would, if you were like, Hey, I work with this kind of person. I work with, you know, people who are in the legal field and are looking for this. And the reason that that is, is because when you're just like, Hey, I'll I'll help anybody, then people typically bypass you because they want that person who's an expert in their field, right? So when you think about like doctors, you have like general practitioners, but then you have like brain surgeons. And when you have an issue with like your brain, you're not going to go to a general practitioner, right? You're going to go to the person who's the expert at what they do right? You want to go to the person who you know has the background, the knowledge, the experience, the info, and like that's what they do is they're a brain surgeon. And typically the brain surgeon is going to make a lot more money than the general practitioner because they are the expert in that area and because they have the background and the knowledge and the research and all the information on that specific area. So that's kind of what we want to do for you. We can make you like the general practitioner of virtual assistants. But the, the idea behind this is we want you to be the brain surgeon, right? We want you to have a really specific market with your virtual assistant business. So when people are looking for help, they find you and they're like, I have to have Charlena because she is like it. She knows what she's talking about. She's like, the, and then what, and what that also does is it makes it easier for you too, because now you're not just trying to like find anybody, you know, exactly where to look, where to find your clients. You're going to know exactly where to go to. You're not going to be like flying around like a chicken with your head cut off. Like, Oh my gosh, should I ask this person? Should I ask that person? Who do I talk to? You're going to be like, all right, I know I need a network with lawyers. I know I need to network with the attorneys. I know I need to network with like whatever paralegals or whoever, you know, your niche market is going to be. You'll know exactly who you're going to. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. So how does that sound to you? Do you like the idea of having a more specific market? And I mean, and that is just for like starting out. Once you get more experience behind your, your business and your business is doing really well, then you can typically branch out. But in the beginning, it's better from my personal experience. I would say it's better to have a really specific niche
1: market. How do you feel about that? Okay. I feel good about that. I, and I understand um, what you're saying. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So
0: talk to me about like, What are like your favorite things to do when it comes to thinking about a virtual assistant? So is that going to be like, okay, I really love, you know, booking clients. I really love answering the phone. I really love X, Y, and Z. And also keep in mind, like, what would I have the potential to do with the time that I have available to me? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. So I like client interaction. I like to interact with people. Talk to people and so um i i like that i like compiling information and research um those are um, two things that i really like to do so client interaction and then like research and then compiling all of that information that i collected um together and then um I like, um. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem.
0: Like, the, like this, and this is not like, oh my gosh, you have to have like all of the ideas today or else, you know, like, you'll, your business will shift and change as you get more clear on the things that you truly desire on the things that you truly enjoy, because the thing is we want to make this something that you not only are good at but that you actually enjoy doing too, right Something that's going to bring you joy because especially if this is not going to be your peanut your you know bread and butter, this is not going to be like your number one source of income. If you're doing this, when you come home from a nine to five, like we want you to like be excited about doing it. We don't want you to be like, Oh, now I gotta go write this Excel spreadsheet up and pop like, you know, (laughs) we don't want you to be like dreading doing the stuff. We want it to be like, Oh my gosh. Yay. I have a phone call with this client today. I'm super excited about it. You know? So, um, is there anything else that we have? I have client interaction, compiling information, research.
1: Um, data entry.
0: Data entry. Okay. And so th- for now, that's what I would say those things. Okay, perfect. All right. So who do you typically work with? Um, like hand in hand, like do you, are you working with um, like actual attorneys or are you working with like
1: what, what does that look like? So I work right now for a legal nonprofit and I work under an attorney. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So I work under an attorney and then. Um, Love it. There's Love it. Like a so it's, team.
0: Yeah. So it's like a team. So you're like, you're a part of a team with yes. this, with this company. Perfect. Yes. Okay. Love it. And so is that like what you're thinking as a virtual assistant that you would want to work directly with attorneys? yes perfect i love it okay so we're getting clearer and clearer are you feeling good about this so far
1: <laughs> yes i am
0: good okay so here's what i want us to do next so when we're doing this this breakdown that we're going to do especially over these this entire six week process that we're going to be together um what i like to look at is these five questions right so these five questions are who or i'm sorry are what am i serving So like what offer do I have? What am I serving? Who am I serving? Who am I serving?
1: Okay.
0: Then we're looking at how am I going to serve them? How am I going to serve them? Okay, where am I going to serve them or where slash when am I going to serve them and then why am I going to serve them. So at the end of these six weeks we want to be able to answer each one of these questions super specifically very clearly because when you have the answer to these questions, then you'll know exactly what to do to launch your business. So right now we're answering question number one, which is what am I serving? So we're trying to answer and we're, and we're dipping down into who am I serving as well? Because those two typically go hand in hand. What you're going to serve directly affects who you're going to be serving it to, right? Mm-hmm. So right now it looks like we want to serve client interaction, compiling information, research and data entry. So when we think about these things, as it as it refers to attorneys, which is who we want to serve, right? So we want to serve attorneys. Are these typically things that the average attorney is going to need support with, or is there like a specific kind of attorney that you can think of that is going to need this support?
1: Um, so the type of attorneys that would need, I guess, it would vary depending on what we're talking about. Um, Because, like, so in the area of law that I work in now, there's a lot of client interaction. Okay. But there is a law in which there isn't that client interaction. Um, Yes.
0: Yes. That's what I want to get into. Okay. So what type of law are we looking at that has that, that's going to have that client interaction that you crave?
1: Um...
0: So, like, are are we looking at like family attorneys or like?
1: So, family attorneys would be one of them. Like, family attorneys, criminal attorneys, because mm-hmm. um, those are typically people that deal and interact with um, other people. So, like, family law, right? All. Um, okay. Perfect.
0: Perfect. This is good. This is good. Okay. Personal
1: injury love it. Those are the ones that are at the top of my, that Perfect. I can think about. Top
0: yeah. That love love it. A lot. Love it. Okay. And so now when we're looking at compiling information, what does that lo- actually look like? Are we talking about, you know, they s- like, an? Um, I'm trying to think of like what that could possibly mean. Like, so go ahead and just tell me like, what does compiling information,
1: what does that actually look like? Um. So to me, that looks like um, like running numbers. Okay. Um, if if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, background or research on a particular law. Okay. Um, um, compiling of data and figuring out like percentages and things of that nature. Got
0: it. So, like, if there's a specific, so you help directly, almost like with specific cases. It sounds like, like you help. The attorneys get like the background information so like there's a specific case that comes up they need information on this specific law and you're kind of the person who does like the the legwork in that and then provides that information to the attorney in a pretty little bow
1: yes i have done that in the past yeah
0: okay and so is that is but is that what you're is that what you're currently saying like you would want to do that yes right. okay yes. yeah perfect perfect Love it. Okay. So I'm just trying to get all of this like pulled out so that way we can get really clear on what this is going to actually look like for you and what you're going to actually serve to your your clients, the people that you're going to end up working with. So this is all really, really amazing. So typically what we want to do when we have our who and our what figured out, which I feel like we are getting super close to nailing this down then we want to create what I call an I help statement, right? So this I help statement is essentially like your, your, um, business card, your mission statement, et cetera, et cetera. So basically it's like, I help blank, which is the person, the kind of people you help. I help blank achieve blank. Right? So I help busy attorneys or I help, you know, I help, um, I'm trying to think of a word that might um go into helping attorneys that have that deal directly with people. I can't think of a word right for that right now, but I don't even know if there is one, but we can think about it. We can sit on it. But basically, you know, we want to let like people know who exactly it is that you help. So we could say maybe something like, I help busy attorneys or um can you think of another way to phrase that i help
1: um i help attorneys I don't know if I would use the word busy, but now that like, we wouldn't use it, the word busy it down, it would probably be like solo practitioners that I would help. Ooh, Solos like it. Mm-hmm. That don't necessarily work for a firm. Cause generally for the a firm, firm, they have they an have assistant. Legals and stuff like that. So yes. Yeah,
0: yes. Oh, this is good. Mm-hmm. I love that. This is so, so good. I help solo practitioners. Is that what you said? Practitioners? Yeah. Okay. I'm not like super up to date on all the long (laughs) terms. (laughs) Um, I help solo practitioners. Yes, this is exactly what we need. Yes, I love that. Okay, I help solo practitioners. um, And then, so we want them to know when they see this, exactly what you're going to help them with and how you're going to help them, right? So what what we wanna do is look at what their problem is and how you help to solve their problem. So what are these solo, what is these solo practitioners' current problem? What is their, what is their issue? What are they dealing with that is causing either costing them time, costing them money, costing them stress? What is their problem? Um,
1: So they need help. Um... Doing, um, doing the research, interacting with clients, um, um, interviews with clients. So what would you say that, that how
0: can we wrap that into a problem that they're having? So their problem is that they are, is it that they don't have enough time? Is it that they are, um, is it that they don't have enough, um, I'm trying to think of like how this would look for them. So in their day-to-day, in their day-to-day life, like if you could get inside of their heads, like what are they saying around these issues that they're having? So like, are they feeling like, gosh, I can't get as many clients as I want because I don't have the time to be able to interview enough people, or I don't have the time to get all the research compiled or whatever. Like what are they actually thinking in their heads when they are thinking about these things that you're going to individually help them with?
1: I would say not necessarily that um, they don't have enough time to do it, but, per se, but maybe they're spending too much time on like Ooh. doing the leg work, the little thing. Yes. To the big. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. This is so good. Yes. Okay. I love it. So there's not that they don't have enough time. They're just spending more. Ooh. Okay. So maybe what if we said, I hope, Solar practitioners save valuable time. Does that yes. sound like what you're gonna help them with? Yes. You're going to save their valuable time. Save valuable time by. I hope solar practitioners save valuable time by okay. So now we need to look at what you're going to actually do so that way they understand how you're going to save them that valuable time. I hope solo practitioners save valuable time by. Assisting okay. with.
1: Assisting. I don't want to say the legwork, but that's like the only word that I could think of mm-hmm. that would describe.
0: What it is that you're going to do. What it is. Yeah. assisting With legwork. We can put that there for now. And then, you know, as time goes by. We can think about what else they what else we could maybe put in there but the thing is like we want to use the same language that they're going to use so if we like made it all fancy and pretty like yeah it looked good on like paper but when they read it are they actually going to feel what you want them to feel to know that you can help them so like if they're using the term legwork like if you know like you know, other attorneys are gonna be like, gosh, I'm, you know, having to do all this legwork to blah, blah, blah. Like if that's what the terms that they would use, you would mm-hmm. want to use that because when they read it, it's gonna connect with them. Right. So if we made it all like fancy and pretty and we're like, I help successful attorneys um make more money by blah blah blah. Like if we like said it like all like fancy and pretty just because it looks good and sounds pretty that it's going to go over their heads. I mean, not that like attorneys aren't smart, but like, it's not going to connect with them is what I'm trying to say. It's not going to sink into like what they actually need. So we want to use the wording and the terms that we know that they're going to connect with and that they're going to be like, ooh, yes, I got to get connected with her because she is the person who I need, right? So Mm -hmm. right now I have, I help solo practitioners save valuable time by assisting with legwork. Yes, I love okay. it. I love it. I love it. And obviously, we can dig deeper into this as we go on. We can get more specific, more clear, change it up, flip it up. But how do you feel about that so
1: far? I feel good
0: about it. Yes, me too. I really, really love it. Good. Okay, so we have our what that we're serving, we're going to be helping them with client interaction, compiling information, research data. And as we go through these six weeks, we'll get deeper into how to actually pull all of this together into like packages and how to, you know, what that's actually going to look like. But we know what we're going to serve. We know who we're going to serve. We're looking for those solo practitioners who aren't with a firm, who are working independently, right? And Mm -hmm. are doing basically all the stuff on their own and just really need that extra help. I love it. All right. So. Amazing. This was so, so good. How did you like this first session? I enjoyed it. Good. Yay. This is really good. So we got a lot chunked in to this 30 minutes. You guys, typically we do this first session as one hour. So we chunked pretty much exactly what we would have gotten done in one hour into 30 minutes. So this is incredible. Um, awesome. Awesome. So What we'll do over these next five sessions that we'll have together is really pull into the how you're going to serve them. And that's where we're going to look at, you know, what kinds of packages you're going to put together. Are you going to do, you know, like individual packages, like where someone could hire you just for client interaction? Or do you want only to have them, you know, only to do this? Or, you know, like we're going to really dive into all of that. We're going to look at the how to serve them and the where and when to serve them, which is where we're going to really look at where you're going to be getting these clients from, are you going to be servicing them? You know, only virtually. Are you going to be going into the office once a week? Like, well, how is that going to look? You know. So we're going to um, dive into all of that over the next five weeks. And by that sixth week, you will have your full-fledged business ready to launch. If not before that sixth call, I mean, not if not before that sixth week, you'll have that full-fledged business ready to launch and rock and roll and become a profitable online virtual assistant. Yes, I it. Me too. This is so good. Okay. Well, thank you so much for letting us d- dig into your brain <laughs> and letting us um, hear from you on, you know, what this is actually, what this actually looks like. I think so. So many people are afraid of jumping in to doing this kind of thing because they don't feel like they know what to do. Right? Like they're like, I don't even know where to start, and that's why this thought it to profit is so powerful is because all I do is take the ideas that you have in your head and help you help pull it out of you to make it make sense and make it make sense as a business right so I'm super glad that you allowed us to dig into um what your your business is going to be I feel really good about it I think you're going to do amazing things and so thanks so much for letting us um chat with you today Charlena thank you all right